the college football experience, Illinois fighting a lion season preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet. Get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. UnderdogFantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, everybody, Jim McMahon here, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Illinois fighting a lion season preview. My name is Colby swinging database Dan, AKA pick Don D that's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined by my co-host, former JMU Duke defensive back. Give it up for the burrito eating sideline kiss stealing Wheeling and dealing, Patty C in the place to be. Hi, we're talking a lion eye football. Some of the greats that have ever played this game, like Dick Butkus. Hey, let me give me that Dundee music, right? Look, this is a rich program. They got rich history. It wasn't that long ago that Ron Zook had him in the Rose Bowl. They didn't perform terribly admirably in that Rose Bowl, but they made it. And the Lovey Smith era, okay, it didn't work out the way you wanted. But it wasn't a disaster. Ah, uh, you made a bowl. But now you got Brett Bielma coming in. Former great, I mean, he had some great years at Wisconsin, had some decent years at Arkansas. That's and right. he was with Bill Belichick in the New England Patriots and Joe Judge in the, uh, the New York Giants. And hey. I think there's room to really be excited. If you're an Illini fan now, I understand you're walking into a situation where, and by the way, I'll add in that over the past 48 hours, they did have, you know, six players transfer out. (laughs) Now I was looking at this and I didn't see any of them as starters. So there's two ways to look at that. Get the right guys that you want. It's year one. We saw it with Mike Leach yep. at Mississippi State last year. Get rid of the malcontents. I do think uh, an experienced coach is much more comfortable going through that process. You know, because you learn what a, a cancer can do to your team, and you say, you know what? Even though it will take a little blow right now, addition by subtraction. That is a lesson learned. Yes. I think with time. And look, returning three of five starters on the offensive line. Yeah. Right. Those are super seniors. They came back for that extra year. Bielma went in there and talked to him. Boom. Right. What do you think of that hire? The Bielma hire in general. 
I thought it was really, really good. Uh, specifically from a fit standpoint. I mean, I guess I I've got some uh, stats pulled up here that can give us an idea of what uh, his accomplishments were as a coach. Um, and to put it some perspective on it, Barry Alvarez went 10 and three. I mean, had several 10 win seasons prior to Bielema's arrival. Bielema steps in, takes over and, you know, maintains a super high level for 10 win seasons uh, as the coach of Wisconsin. But basically Gary Anderson and Paul Chris stepped in and replicated that. So that may be more of a Wisconsin thing than it is a, a, uh, yeah. An Alvarez thing, thing because or, Alvarez was the AD. Yeah, yeah. It might be an Alvarez thing more so than a Bielema thing. Um, now at, uh, Arkansas, Bobby Petrino had them at 10 and 11 wins respectively. And then John, John L. Smith took him to four and eight, but Bielema came in, took over and, you know, did okay. Nothing special though. Around but seven. Didn't, wins. didn't ride on a motorcycle with an intern that he was having sex with. That's right? true. We That's assume. why he let us down a little bit. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wanted a press conference just like Bobby Petrino when he was in a neck brace with road rash all over his face. <laughs> but Hey, let me let us down a little bit. Hey, well, Chad Morris was worse than Bielema while he was there. And uh, Pittman hasn't turned it around just yet. So what was Bielema's worst season in Arkansas? Bielema's worst season at Arkansas was his first three and nine taking over for John L. Smith. And to his credit, it was a complete system overhaul from what I imagine would be Bobby Petrino throwing the ball around quite a bit, you know, and Bielema being a Wisconsin guy pounds the rock. I actually thought he did a good job. And what really most impressed me about anything Bielema has ever done. It's not what he did at Wisconsin. It was making Arkansas competitive physically with the likes of Alabama. And that's why I think it's a good fit. And in, uh, in Illinois. Illinois, because it's a big 10 football and I think they'll respond to that. Yeah. I thought it was a good hire too. I think they're going to be in a better situation than they, they were previously. Uh, and the fact you're bringing in, you retain three. Look, I know it's just three or five stars on the O line, but the fact they're super seniors, I think that's a great start uh, getting Brandon Peters back quarterback transfer from Michigan. He played at Illinois the past two years. Yeah. I think that's key. He also brings in Arthur Sitowski from Rutgers. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming Peters is going to be the starter there, but yeah, that's another thing I should hit on before I dive into this is the transfer portal. Yes. They lost those six, but they also brought in Satowski from Rutgers. They brought in a, uh, a uh, Wofford transfer in Blake Jurosity. Uh, I, I'm probably butchering that. Um, <laughs> I say undoubtedly you're butchering. Case, that. Uh, but but then they they go out and they get an Alabama safety Eddie Smith to transfer in. That's they, that's nice. A Notre Dame wide receiver. Remember that running back wide receiver Jafar Armstrong. Yeah. Transfers in to nice. to Illinois. They go out and get uh, uh, Chase Hayden from East Carolina, who was previously at Arkansas. So I think he was with Bielema uh, back in the day. Yes. Now he now he wasn't the starter at ECU. He got beat out. But now he's back where Bielma probably recruited him. Uh, they go out and get a safety from Georgia and pray their Hudson, right? Yeah. Uh, so they were active Michigan State running back Max Rosenthal coming in, um, and NC State linebacker Calvin Hart, who I think has a shot to start. Um, so they've been they've been active in the transfer portal as much as they've lost a lot. They they've been active at the same time. So yeah, Peter's back your O lines, three super seniors. And you can make the case that Peters is a super senior as well. I think Uh, Peters is talented too. I think that's a good quarterback to inherit in your first year. Yeah. And then chase Brown back at running back. Uh, He'll, like I said, he'll probably get thrown in there with chase Hayden and Reggie love. 
Uh, Brian High Hightower back at wideout. Your tight end Daniel uh, Barker is back now. You are breaking in an, a new a, a new wideout and two offensive linemen, but I, I think that's a uh, that's not a bad scenario offensively to walk into. Defensively, they return six, um, and Ryan Walters is going to be the uh, the DC here. Now, actually, I should hit on this. Offensively, a season ago, they were 111th in scoring. Hmm. I know I'm supposed to hit defensively, but I forgot to 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 give you those numbers. Okay, uh, 35th rushing the ball though, which I think could play right into Brett Bielma's strength. That's kind of what I ask you: is how do you think Lovey left this uh, machine for uh, Bielma? Yeah, maybe not great in terms of like talent and production, but in terms of style, I think it's a, a pretty smooth transition there. Yeah, yeah, and then uh, you 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 add in the fact that uh, uh, I mean. It, they got to be able to throw the ball better than the season ago. They were 114th. Only 127 <laughs> teams played. Yeah. To combine their offense charting at 98th. Um, well, here's the thing with Bielema at the helm. Do they need to throw any better? Uh, are they just going to be able to play that jumbo package, that elephant package that they do at Wisconsin these days and pound the rock? Well, and I feel like I, I can't remember. I don't have this in front of me, but I feel like they they had COVID issues. I think Peters missed some games. Maybe yeah. that was the year before I'm thinking of. I'm not sure, but. Uh, I would say, yeah, I, I, I maybe they're going to be better than what we think. <clears throat> Defensively, they return uh, six defensive starters. Like I said, Ryan Walters. I wonder if that's the same Ryan Walters that went to Colorado, but um, they are breaking in some new guys. Uh, like I said, uh, Calvin Hart Jr.'s penciled into to to start at linebacker. Aside, Owen Carney and Jake Hansen who were there a season ago. Defensive line, they're only returning one starter. In the secondary, though, they're getting three of four back. And you got to think adding in that Bama transfer stuff like that. I think uh, you know maybe they're better than what than what we're projecting. Patty C. Um, we know that that's another thing. Is we know the Big Ten West can be a shit show. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like mean, the Coastal in the ACC. That's true. A lot of parity there. Now I am uh, scanning up and down this uh, All Conference uh, preseason. Looks like uh, second team All Conference. Uh, Defensive lineman and linebacker, and that's the Carney and Hanson you had pointed out. Third team all conference, uh, two offensive linemen. That's Kramer and Paul Swiski. <laughs> Talk about butchering a name, <laughs> Paul Skuski. Yeah, yeah. So there's sure. a little talent there, but uh, yeah, I mean it's a full-on rebuilding project that Bielema has in front of him. So you got to give the guy a little bit of a leash here. Um, but like I, 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 the other great thing about Bielema, aside from a stylistic like match. Uh, is that he should have some recruiting clout in that area, you know, yeah, for what he had the accomplished there. Yeah. yeah. Um, let's dive into this thing, man. The Vegas saying the win total is at three. Now they don't have an FCS on their schedule. Take note sec. Yeah. All right. Take note um, or ACC shit. Right. Um, well, really take note big 10 Yeah. at the ACC and the sec That's not true. doing it. That's true. Uh, they get a week zero game where they welcome Scott Frost in Nebraska. Yeah, that's a loss. That's a loss. Then week one, they play a, a UTSA team that went bowling last year. I, I'm calling for the upset in this one. I think you remember from our, our way too early week two preview. I got the road runners on the road here, running, running. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did. There. Um, no, I, I really thought UTSA and it was impressive last year. I think it's going to be a game. I'll put it like that. Like I obviously I would favor Illinois, but I could totally see UTSA oh, God. pulling that upset. Your fans here are just <laughs> pulling that puking. upset. <laughs> uh, who do you got winning that one? I got Illinois winning that game. 
Although again, last year, their only two wins uh, Rutgers and uh, Nebraska, neither of which were great uh, teams last year, but, and both on the road though. So impressive, but they have laid some clunkers against uh, uh, mid major level teams in the past. The last time they played one, in fact, was Eastern Michigan. And that was a 34 to 31 loss in 2019. So uh, beware of the group of five. I'm on UTSA. Now they're at Virginia week three. <laughs> they're going to lose that one. Probably. I think they lose it. I think Virginia Hall's gets it. got it in a better place. Three out the gate. Yeah. Home to Maryland. That's a win. That's a win. Game. They can win that one. That's not a win. Although a Friday night <laughs> Have in you looked, Champaign. What did Maryland do last year? Maryland last year. Let me take a peek. Also Northwestern 44 to three. Uh, Maryland, did. Maryland. Okay. Maryland went two and three last year with an overtime win over a seriously COVID depleted Minnesota team and a shit Penn state team at the beginning of the year um, ended up losing to Rutgers and Maryland got rid of Scotty Montgomery. So maybe they're onto something. <laughs> That's true. This you're right. This actually might be a game that Illinois could pull out. Look, I'm going to just say they're going to be one and three. Okay. All right. Yeah. Where do you, where are you at? I want to say like two and two. Cause I, the more you talk okay. about it, the more I think you're right that they can win that. Okay. Then they're at Purdue on September 25th. That's a loss. Yeah, I think so. So I got them at one and four. Yeah. Home to Charlotte. I'm going to give them this one. Okay. Two and four. Yep. That, that's actually being a little bit generous. And Charlotte was a bowl team. I think it's a dangerous game, dangerous yeah. game, but bowl team. The last time we had a non COVID season. Yeah. Um, then they're home to Wisconsin in a game. I can't wait to watch because you know, Bielman left with bad blood there. Yeah, that's right. This is great. And this the last time I wish Wisconsin, it was in Madison though. Yeah. Next w- year, next, next year. year. Yeah. I mean, but it, how great would it be if they, uh, last time they came to champagne, they took an L 24, 23, 2019. So maybe he's got some of that magic that is homecoming as well. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. Uh, then at Penn state, get a week off before that. So that's a nice little break. That's a loss though. Both that's those are loss. loss. Yeah. Home to Rutgers. This is a big one. If you're, if you're on the over, this is a huge one. You need to circle this game. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that they get them in champagne is huge. Uh, they played last year and they won by three in Piscataway, but another I'm year on Rutgers. I'm on Rutgers too. Yeah. Uh, at Minnesota, that's a loss followed by a bye week. And then at Iowa, it's a loss. And then home to Northwestern. They could, they could bite Northwestern. Maybe they, they I think they play Northwestern pretty closely. Yeah. Generally speaking. So wait, I have them beating Charlotte. I have them at two wins. <laughs> oh boy. Um, how, how often do they beat Northwestern in that? Uh, I do think they six. get them sometimes. I'm going to look that up. You think two wins. I, I actually think they got this number, right? Because I think if they beat UTSA, Maryland and Charlotte, maybe if they get Rutgers, they, they could hit that over. But I think, I think they'll lose one of those also. Uh, look at this rivalry all time series. Illinois leads 55 to 54. Oh, beautiful. With five beautiful. ties. Now Northwestern though, six in a row, eight out of the last nine. What was the scores in those games though? Uh, you have those? Should I start from six years ago? Yeah. The start of the losing streak was in 2015, 24 to 14, then uh, 42 to 21, that 42 to seven, Ooh. 24 to 16, 29, 10 and 28, 10. So maybe Northwestern kind Damn. of gives it to him a little bit. So I'm on the under. Yeah, <laughs> I'm on the look. I'm if you had to lean one way because you're at three wins. Yeah, y- your projection is three exactly what the number is. Let if you had to lean somewhere, schedule. 
Okay. I mean, UTSA, Maryland, Charlotte were the ones we said, right? Yeah. The fact that Rutgers is on that schedule, the problem is there's just not any. I mean, Purdue could be a win even on the road. I'm taking, I mean, we take the over a lot here. I, I think we get excited about I'm these on, teams. No, I'm on the under. When we preview, yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. I don't want to be Mr. Always taking the over here, but I don't see this team only winning two, but I mean, but I see them winning about three. I think, dude, Vegas I got think it right. UTSA grabbing them in the second game of the season before Bielma really gets that team going. It's dangerous. dangerous. I mean, this is a team UTSA lost to BYU last year by seven in Provo. Yeah. All right. That was year one with their coach. And they lost by eight to UAB. This is a team that I think is a little bit better than, than what we, I mean, they went to a bowl. Well, let me, let me see if recruiting rankings change how we perceive this team. Uh, starting in 2017, 46, then 54, then 53. But over the last two years, uh, 88 and uh, 73. So they've slipped a little, but the, the, the older talent, the senior level talent that, you know, should be filling out most of the starting lineup spots is respectable, still 12th and 13th respectively in the big 10 those years. So not with respect to the rest of the big 10, they're still pretty low on the totem pole in terms of talent. But I think when you're in the fifties range, you're ripe for to pull some upsets here and there. And so I give me the over buddy. Wow. I think there's enough talent there that if Bielema has some coaching chops, which I know he does, then he's going to pull an upset or two that we don't see coming even in year one. That would be great. I want to see a football back on the map, man. Remember the days of Jeff George and Kurt Kittner and Rocky Harvey. Well, we looked yeah. and we were Simeon st- rice, Kevin Hardy stunned how few uh, successful seasons uh, Illinois has ever had. In fact, I'm looking at it right now and I'm going down the list and I think they've had two 10 win seasons, uh, 10 win seasons in their history. Maybe three, maybe three, but I don't know. Four. I, no, three. There we go. There we go. Give it up for the Illini. All right. Uh, let's let's, I want to see them turn into a power. I want to see them turn into a power. They're like the most mysterious team to not be. And a Sh- lot of good players come out of there. I feel like back in the day. Yeah. And yeah. we just looked and uh, champagne is uh, the 10th biggest school in the country from an enrollment an hour standpoint, and 40, 45 minutes from, from Chicago. Chicago. Come yeah. on. NIL coming through. Yeah. that's maybe where yeah. they, they finally closed the gap. Um, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe because we, we are going through all 130 college football teams. So yes, we will have you covered Chicago sports fans, Northwestern, uh, any other big 10 schools, Notre Dame, we will have you covered even well, right now. Charlotte preview is out, you know, UTSA right around the corner, going alphabetically two a days, two episodes, a day, tell a friend. And we also got you covered for the college basketball experience. Yes. Uh, Illinois fans. I mean, come on. I know you lose Kofi Coburn announcing he's transferring today. Uh, Adam Miller already went to LSU, but I think uh, Underwood's going to have a solid year. I think there's room to be excited. If you're an Illini fan, they got two top hundred recruits. If memory serves me correct, coming in. So they played an exci- uh, yeah. exciting brand last year. So yeah, man, tune in for that. The basketball season two Illini Illini fan, you know, keep up with us over as you build this thing in football, but check in right away on basketball. Yes, especially Big Ten had a great year last year. We got you covered. Talk college football. We talk college football on this feed year round, but on the college basketball experience, we talk college basketball year round. So subscribe to both. Tell a friend, me, Patty C, NC Nick. We handicap every single Division One college basketball and college football game. We've been doing it for over four years. We've never had a losing season as individually. Never had a losing season, but obviously as a collective. We're doing 
we're doing damn good as well. We're also way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet, actually all of it for free on the app, the SGPN app, download that app and uh, you'll get all of our picks, all of our podcasts, all of our articles, all of our contests. We just give away a thousand dollars in the NBA finals free rule. Download that app and look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes, download that app and leave us a nice review in the app store. Come on. And if you do take a screenshot of that review, find me on Twitter at the Colby D and uh, send me that screenshot picture. And I will send you a college experience t-shirt brand new. All right. Brand new. This isn't Ross. All right. <laughs> going to get you. A, there's not, not going to be a mustard stain yeah. on the back of that shit. Right. <laughs> Hasn't been worn by three different people yeah. and returned three different times. <laughs> uh, so uh, check that out at the Colby D. Give me a follow as well. Patty C's on Twitter at Patty C831. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. The college football experience is on Twitter at T C E on S G P N. And don't forget the sports gambling podcast is on Twitter at DSGP network and check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. For all you people at work trying to know what to bet on. You can't, your sites are blocking you get that Slack app. We'll, we'll take care of you. All right. This is the college football experience, Illinois fighting a lion. season preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.